are listening to New Life Before. We pray that this message encourages you and helps you stay Jesus-focused. For our safety. Amen. Ask your neighbor, are you safe? (laughs) Amen. So we're going to talk about safety today, but not just safety in terms of physical safety, but it's really a matter of a heart. Amen? The heart condition. Are you ready? Philippians 3, 1 in the Amplified says, For the rest, my brethren. Now, Paul is writing to the Philippians, all right? The church in Philippi. And he's getting ready to close the letter, all right? And now in chapter 3, if you have a, if you have a Bible, you see the heading. Some of the headings there is all for Christ. Because Paul now gives us his passion here in chapter 3. Now, in the beginning of chapter 3, verse 1, it says, For the rest, my brethren, delight yourself in the Lord, and continue to rejoice that you are in Him. Two things. Delight yourself in the Lord, and continue to rejoice that you are in Him. Even though it's hot, we rejoice. Amen? To keep writing to you over and over of the same things is not irksome to me. Say, irksome. All right, irksome means yung tedious. All right, so it's not uh, a burden to me, he's saying, not irksome to me, but it is a precaution for your safety. And so when I was looking at this, I said, Wow, the Holy Spirit gave us two things here, you know, to protect our hearts. And Paul is writing to the if to the Philippian church or to us now, and he's saying, This is so important for your safety. It is important for your heart to be in this place. Amen. And what are these? Number one, delight yourself in the Lord. And number two, rejoice that you are in Him. Amen. Delight yourself in the Lord. And number two, you rejoice that you are in Him. And you know what? God is saying that will protect your heart. Amen. This is for your safety. Amen. Safety, you know, people pay a big price for safety. Right? In the natural, people pay a big price. You know, you want a safe car. You know, if you want to buy a car, you're going to look at, you know, the safety records of a car. Or the safety, you could say, uh, what, everything that they did. Amen? So that the, the cars, you know, the people inside the car will be safe. Right? Before, huh? Safety features. Before, we don't have seat belts, But now, it's so important that you have seat belts, Right? Imagine jeepneys have seat belts. Maybe, you know, ang hirap siguro no no hindi na pwedeng kandungan, right? Because every everybody has a seat belt. But really, safety people pay a price, a premium for safety. But you know what? In the in the spirit, in our soul, we need to understand safety too. Amen. It's so important because the devil wants us, the enemy wants us. Life will try to throw different things to us. And if we are not safe in this place of safety, if our heart is not in this place, then we are going to be, you know what, messed up. We're going to just, you know, fall down. We're going to be in fear. We're going to be in doubt, right? Amen. So God wants us to be safe. Philippians 3.1 in the New Living Translation says, Whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you these things, and I do it to safeguard your faith. Amen. Wow. So when I was reading this, I said to myself, this is simple, 
Amen? And yet, it's profound. Tama? That we, God wants us firstly to delight ourselves in the Lord. Among you know, I believe in ex- expecting big things. I believe, you know, the days we declare that, the days are going to be glorious. Amen. But there are times that we are going to face challenges. There are times that it's not always sunshine. There will be times wherein there, there will be snow or there will be rain that will be coming in in our lives. There will be storms that are coming in in our lives. Amen. But you know what? We cannot really control what comes in the outside, but we can control what happens in the inside. Amen. We can be in a safe place, just like Jesus in the boat. There was storm all around, but he was sleeping in the boat. Amen. You know that Jesus finds his rest in God, and he's safe in God. Amen. And so I'm okay, you know, to declare, you know, uh, blessings and glory to manifest in our days, but there will be times, you know what, that there will be challenges. And what happens during the challenge or in the heat will reveal who you truly are. Amen. When things are not really going right, it will really reveal who you are. When what you're praying for thus is not yet manifesting, it will reveal who you are. Amen. If the finances are not coming in and you've been believing for quite some time, it will really reveal who you are. Do you really believe in God? Do you really believe in the Word? Amen. Paul gives us two things. He says, delight yourself in the Lord and rejoice that you are in Him. This is for your safety. Are you with me? Amen. This is for your safety. Amen. So, delighting. Firstly, delight. What does that mean to delight? You know, I looked up that word delight. Delight means to take great pleasure. To take great pleasure. All right? To have fun. Amen. You delight. For example, you bought something, a new, a new uh, toy, for example, not toy, or like a new, kunyare, a new laptop or a new cell phone. You delight because you're taking pleasure, right? So, so much so that delighting from the word delight, you know, delight, all right, light, right? So when you are delighting, it's like life is there. You know, the Bible says, in him was life and the life was the light of men. Amen. So when we delight in God, God wants us to delight in Him because we are in Him. Amen. So delighting is taking, you know, great pleasure. Amen. In what you have in God. Amen. Who you are in God. Amen. What you have in God. Seeing things differently than the world sees. Amen. You delight in spite of the things that are happening. You still delight in the Lord. Because you know who is the Lord. Amen. You know that He is your Father. He loves you. Pastor Romy was saying, He is your shepherd. I shall not want. So if the Lord is my shepherd, I delight in my shepherd. You know what? The Lord is my... Well, you know, that's a personal thing. Amen. You must come into a point, you know, in your life that you must make the promises of God personal. You don't just hear about it. You don't just speak it, but you own it. I'm preaching good right now. Amen? You own it. Amen? Do you have promises today that you own? It's not just your wife's promises. Amen? It's not the pastor's promise, but it's your own promise. Amen? And that's where you're going to see the manifestation 
Amen. In your life. Amen. God delights. God delights in us. You know that. And as He delights in us, God wants us to delight in Him. You know why? Because it's for our safety. It's for our safety. It will protect our hearts. When situations come, what are we going to look at? Are we going to look at Jesus? Are we going to look at who He is? Are we going to look at His supply? Or are we going to be bothered? Are we going to be angry? Are we going to be stressed? Are we going to be problematic because of the situations of life? Are we going to delight in Him? Or are we going to just wallow in fear? Right? Among you know that God wants us, God, for us, God has given us something different. God has given us life. Amen? And the world, you know what? The world wants what we have. Amen? And as we delight ourselves in the Lord, God desires for us, God will use us so that the world will see that we are truly, amen, in Him. Because in the midst of the trials, in the midst of the problems, you know what? I know my God will take care of me. I know my God will bless me. I know my God will, you know, provide for my family. You know what you do that? What you're doing is you're delighting yourself in the Lord. Amen? You know, there's a verse that I like. Uh, It really worked in my life and brought me my precious thing. Amen? Psalm 37 verse 4. It says here, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He shall what? Give you the desires of your heart. Among you have a desire. Amen. Do you have a desire in your heart? Amen. Do you know that this verse really works? Really, really works. Because many, many years ago, all right, many years ago, uh, okay, around 20, 20 plus years ago, 25, 26, 27 years ago, all right, you know, this was my prayer. Actually, this, this was my prayer. I stood on this verse because God gave me this verse and I was during that time longing for a girlfriend. Really. And so this verse, I saw it. And the Holy Spirit just mentioned, you know, spoke to my heart and says, you know what? Delight yourself in me. Enjoy me. Focus on me. Love on me. And you know what? The desires of your heart, I will give it to you. Right. So I stood there. I enjoyed my Christian life. I remember I enjoyed my life. I was waking up and excited about Jesus during that time. To the point that I forgot or I forget that I wanted a girlfriend. That was really my my story with regards to this verse. And then lo and behold, Mylene came into the picture. Really? She came into the picture. We were, you know, in, in a play during that time, and I was just delighting myself in God. I was just, you know, in that right place. And then Mylene, you know, passed by, and you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Mylene passed by, and our eyes met, and that was history. All right? That was history right now. They're really... This is true. This is really how I, I got to meet Mylene. Was when I was delighting myself in the Lord. That's why itong verse na to, this is true to me. It works. And now I have my good thing. Amen. I have, you know, the best. Amen. So, you want the best? Amen. Well, don't take Mylene. That's, Mylene is mine. But if you want your best, God is saying, delight yourself in me. Actually, who's the best? It's really Jesus. When you delight 
in me, God is saying, you know what? You're delighting in the best. Nothing will compare with me to the point that you will actually forget what you want. And God is so, you know, God knows what you need at the right time. And He will give you the desires of your heart. You think that that desire is right for you today? But as you delight yourself in the Lord, He will change your heart. He will put patience. He will change even your desires into according to His desire for you. Amen? So this is beautiful. Delight yourself in the Lord. You're always going to win when you delight yourself in the Lord. And He will what? He will give you the desires of your heart. So ready today? You know what? You want the desires to come in? You want your, what you see in your heart to come in? Delight yourself in the Lord. Amen? You delight yourself. Take pleasure. Spend time. Amen? You know, uh, one thing about our trip also to the, in the, to the States, while we were there, one thing that God spoke to us while listening you know, to certain preachers is this word, intentional. Amen? We must be intentional. Amen? Not haphazard. You know, whatever happens will happen. Bahala na. You know, we need to be intentional. Amen? I want to experience different things. That's why, you know, wherever we are, you know, I, I don't want to be com- comfortable where I am. I want to go to the mountains. We went to the mountains. Amen? We want to go and see snow. We went to see snow. Amen? So we, need, we want to be intentional. Life, you know, will not just happen. We need to be intentional. Say intentional. Amen. We don't just allow things to happen. We must be intentional. With regards to my Christian life, with regards to the desires of my heart, I want to be intentional. Amen. I want to be proactive. Hindi na lang yung bahala na, whatever will happen will be, will be. No, I want to be proactive. God has given me His promises. God has given me His grace. God has given me access to Him. And the Bible says, I delight myself in the Lord, and I will be intentional in that. Amen. And I will declare, and I will make ways. I will wake up in the morning, not, to, not as a duty, but it's a delight. I will read my Bible, not as a duty, it's a delight. I will pray, I will just seek God, I will just hear His voice, I will be aware of His presence, not as just a duty, but it is a delight. I just want to know Him. Amen. And when God is first, He will take care of the rest in your life. I've seen that. I continue to see that. I need to always see that in the days to come. Amen. Is this blessing somebody? Amen. So delight yourself in the Lord and He will what? Give you the desires of your heart. There's another verse I want you to look at. Isaiah 55, verse 2 to 3. It says, Why do you spend money on what is not bread? And your wages for what does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me. What? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. Amen. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight yourself in abundance. Amen. Incline your ear and come to me. Here and your soul shall live. You know, what is your soul, your heart, your mind, will, and emotions, right? I will make an everlasting covenant with you in the sure mercies of David. Amen. You want your soul to be in abundance? Hear from Him. Delight yourself in Him. Is this blessing somebody? Amen. We can speak more along, along these lines. Wherever you're at, whatever situations you're at, you know what? You can choose to delight yourself in the Lord. One good example of this is David. 
David was in a dark place. Alright? He came, you know, coming from battle, and he came to, to, the, to his camp, alright, where, where uh, the children, where the wives are, the, his town, Siklag. And when he came, he saw the Amalekites raided his town. You know, and so let's follow the story right now. And so the people that are with him, 600 men, they were tired, but also they were wanting, you know, when they saw what happened, they were down to the point that they want to stone David. Among you know, these men fought with David. But now, because of what had happened, a bad situation happened, David was being blamed. Now let's look at the story right now in verse 6. 1 Samuel 30, verse 6. It says, David was greatly distressed, for the men spoke of stoning him. If you're the leader, I'm glad, you know what, you, you know, when we came in, you know what, people are so excited to see us. You know, Pastor, we miss you. There was a person, when they saw us, that person began to cry. Oh, it feels so good to be loved, Right? Thank you for loving us and thank you for missing us. Amen. I'm waiting for that. But imagine if I come here (laughs) and then after two months, you know, outside, I come here and people begin to say, Huh? He's here? Oh my goodness, he's here? I wish that, you know, he'd spend more time outside. What (laughs) What will happen to that leader? The leader will feel unwelcome. Imagine David, you know, being and leading these 600 men to the point that he was getting ready, you know, to be stoned. The people were thinking really to stone him. So imagine the desperation of David. Imagine the darkest place where David is right now. Are you following? So the men spoke of stoning him because the souls of them will all bitterly grieve, each man for his sons and daughters. But look at what David did. This is so important. But. David encouraged and strengthened himself where? In the Lord. Wow. He strengthened and he encouraged himself in the Lord. Not in himself. All right? Not in the situation because the situation is bad. Right? But you know what? He made a choice to encourage himself in the Lord. You know why? Because he knew the Lord. He knew the Lord. Amen. He had a choice. I could be bitter. I could be angry. I could be down. But no, I encourage myself right now because I know the Lord is not finished with me yet. I know His promises are true. I know that God has anointed me, David is saying. You know where he found this? Where he got this? While he was with his sheep. Amen. While he was a shepherd. While he was grazing, they were, you know, taking, he was taking care of the sheep. I believe he had communion with God. I believe he knew God during that time. I believe that he was able to, you know, uh, uh, kill the lion and kill the bear because of God's empowerment. Amen. As he was looking at the sheep and taking care of the sheep, well, you know, I, I heard from Gabe, you know, sheep tending, you know, being a shepherd is a boring job. Yeah, you're just there looking at the sheep. Among you know, you can either regret it or you can make the most out of it. So at that time, I'm speaking to somebody here. If you're waiting, 
waiting for something to happen, waiting for the glory, waiting for whatever God has for you, you can either complain or remain, or you can begin to praise God and make the most of that situation. Amen. So today, what you can do is just delight yourself in the Lord. I believe David was delighting himself in the Lord. So during this time, darkest time in his life, he had the choice. I will delight myself in the Lord. And I will give and, and I will encourage and I will strengthen myself in the Lord. Amen? And you know what? As he encouraged himself in the Lord, he, he, if we look at the verse 7. David said to Abathyar, Abiathar, the priest, Amalek's son, I pray you bring me the ephod. And Abiar brought him the ephod. He began to seek the Lord. All right, the ephod is a, it's a vestment of the high priest. During that time, the high priest only can use this. But what we see here is really David in a new covenant setting. Amen. As he encouraged himself with the Lord, he seek the Lord personally. The high priest was there to seek the Lord for the people. But during this time, God is telling us that David in himself, through, you know, just himself sought the Lord. Today, we have access to the Lord. Amen. We don't need a mediator to go to the Lord. Amen. We have now the presence of God. The high priest uses the ephod, amen, to go into the presence of God. We have now the presence of God. We have now. And so when you're facing difficulties, you know what? You encourage yourself in the Lord. You have access to the Lord your God right now. And to make the long story short, you know what they did? God said to him, David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? Look at that. In this place of delight in God will give you instruction. The reason why many people don't have instruction is because they don't first take time to delight himself in the Lord. Amen. Am I preaching good? I, I just feel it. All right. Amen. Because I, I know God is speaking to, to you. All right. Speaking to me. In this place, God will instruct you. Amen. And God, as you delight in Him, He will give you instructions. You know, David says, Shall I overtake him? The Lord said to him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail, what? Recover all. And that's what really happened. They recovered all. As David strengthened himself in the Lord, as he sought the Lord, God spoke to him. Amen. So delighting yourself in the Lord, you are always in a win-win situation. And He will give you the desires of your heart. So, Paul was saying, these things will put safety in your heart. Number two thing is that you rejoice that you are in Him. Aren't you glad that you are in Him? Yeah. Amen. I'm glad that I am in Him. Amen. The Bible says in Acts 17.28, it says, For in Him we live and move and have our being. Amen. In Him we live and move and have our being. So without Him, we don't live. Without Him, we don't move. And without Him, we will have no being. Tama? Right? But because of Him, what happens? We live, we move, and we have our being. Amen? 2 Corinthians you know, 5.21 2 Corinthians 5.21, look at this. For He made Him when you know sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Let me encourage you, know that you are in 
Him. Amen? And the book of Ephesians really speaks of that, that we are blessed in Him, that we are chosen in Him, that we are redeemed in Him. All of these things. Amen? We must know. And this church has been, you know, has been taught you know, along these lines, that you are in Him. One of the major revelations that a Christian must have is that he must understand that he is in Christ. Major. That you are in Christ. Amen? We need to know that. If you are new in this place, oh, if you are new and you came, you know, in the last two months, hello, I'm Pastor Giselle. (laughs) All right? But you must know who you are in Christ. Major revelation. So Paul was saying, you know what? You must delight yourself in the Lord and you must rejoice that you are in Him. So whatever happens in life, you must know that you are in Him. God will take care of you because you are in Him. God will bless you because you are in Him. God has a plan for you because you are in Him. Amen. You have a destiny. You have a future because you are in Him. You come to God because of you, by virtue of you are in Him, you are seated in the heavenly places in Him. Amen? Amen? You are thinking from the throne because you are in Him. You are healed of the Lord because you are in Him. Amen? He is the vine and we are the branches because we are in Him. Everything of the vine now comes to us, the branch, because we are in Him. Amen? It's so beautiful. You know, and if Paul continues to read. I I love Paul, especially in chapter 3, in the Message Bible, verse 17. If you look at that right now, Paul now begins to speak about his passion, talking about delighting in the Lord and talking about rejoicing in Him. It says here, uh, Philippians 3, verse 7, you know, it says in the Message, the very credentials these people are waving around as something special. You know, everything that you achieve in life, you know, I'm tearing it up and throwing out with the trash, along with everything else I used to take credit for. And why? Because of Christ. Beautiful. Yes, all the things I once thought were so important are gone from my life compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus as my master firsthand. Say firsthand. So it makes being it's something that is real, something that is personal to him. Amen. So Paul is saying the reason why. I know, amen, that I will be safe with regards to my faith, because regards to my heart, whatever happens to to me, is because my passion is Him. My priority is Him. Amen. Verse 10, go down to verse 10. I gave up all that inferior stuff so I could know Christ personally. Amen. And experience His resurrection power. Then if you go down to verse 12, it says... I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have, made, I have it made, but I am well on my way. What is Paul trying to say here? I am for Christ. I am running after Christ. I am in Christ. I, my passion is Christ. Amen. It says here, I have made it, but I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. All right? By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this. But I've got my eye on the goal. Amen? Where God is beckoning us onward to 
to Jesus. And it says here, I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. I'm not turning back. Verse 15. So let's keep focus on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us. In any way, any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will what? Clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. Do we have? Okay, verse 16. Now, that's where, that, we're on the right track. Let's stay on it. You know, your safety, your heart's condition will always be at the safety or at the safe place when you always focus on Jesus. Amen. As you delight in Him, your heart will always be in the right place. When you rejoice in the Lord that you are in Him, your heart will always be in the right place. Proverbs says, you know, you protect your heart. You know why? Because out of your heart comes the issues of life. If you are not settled in your heart, then your life will not be settled. True. If you are not sure inside, then you are not going to be sure in your decisions. God wants us in these days to be sure-footed. God wants us to be strong. God wants us to be confident, not in ourselves, but in Him. How will that happen? Delight ourselves in the Lord and rejoice that we are in Him. Are you following? One, one uh, more verse it says here. Philippians 4, verse uh, 4 to 8. Amen. Verse, uh, it says here, Always be full in the Lord. I say it again. What? I love that. Always be full in the Lord. Whose responsibility is that? Kanina pong responsibility yon To always be full in the Lord. Is it God's? No, God is always pouring. Right? Whose responsibility is that? It's ours. And I'm glad you're here. Amen? Because you want more of Jesus. Amen? And as you get more of Jesus, you delight yourself in the Lord. It says, let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. And it says here, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all that He has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Amen? I pray that as you continue to come here at New Life the Fourth, together as a church, we are going to see more of Jesus. I believe we're at the place we're in. You know, God is just pouring Himself. But I want for you and me to experience Him firsthand. In the travels that we had, we've experienced God firsthand. Amen? And you know what? In the travels of life, God wants for you to experience Him firsthand. And we would have not, could not, would not experience God like that if we did not pursue Him. If we did not step out to go and have a vacation or have a time to be, just be alone and to be around you know, in different seasons, in different places. I've gone to places that I've gone, not gone before. I've, uh, I drove in places that I've not driven before. I drove cars that I've not, you know, driven before. I, I've been in situations that I've not been before. 
But in every time, I saw God. I've seen. I just need to make a choice to see God in every situation. In the cold or in the heat. <laughs> when you're going outside and you're freezing and Pastor Miley wants a picture. No, no, no. No, you know what? In the cold, in the snow, in the heat, when you're perspiring, you know what? You have a choice. You either, Lord, thank you that I can experience this. It was funny. Some of you see us, you know, in the cold weather while I'm hearing about the Philippines and looking at the, 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 the weather here. It's so hot. Amen? It's as if we're saying, hey, we're in the cold. We're wearing jacket, man. It's so wonderful here. And you guys are all fanning. Well, life is unfair, right? No, I'm just joking. No, but really, whether, whether you're in the cold, whether you're in the hot place, doesn't really matter because our heart is secure. We can delight ourselves in the Lord. And we know, God, we are forever secure in you. Thank you. One more verse, all right, before I end. It says in John 16, verse 33, I've told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you will have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. Among you know, that's given. Right? Tribulation, trials, distress, and frustration. That is given. But, but, be of good cheer. Amen. Take courage. Be confident, certain, and undaunted. For I, Jesus says, have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Aren't you glad you are in Jesus? Amen. If you're facing some situations right now, God wants to say to you, you're, you're not alone. God wants to say to you that it's not over. God wants to say to you, this is only temporary. Maybe you're facing some challenges in life. God wants to encourage you. He's saying, I am here. And you know what's going to happen today? Is that you're going to look at your problems differently right now. And the peace of God will come and protect your heart. Some people are discouraged. But as you hear this message, God is saying to you now, He loves you. And what's going to happen today is you're, you're going to be encouraged to the point that your eyes are going to just lift. Your countenance will just change. Your eyes is going to focus on Him rather than on the situations. Amen? There will be a breakthrough that's going to happen in this place today. Amen? It starts here in the heart. Delighting in the Lord and rejoicing that we are in Him. This is for your safety. I pray that, Lord God, today for every man, woman, and even child in this place, the people here, and even at the fourth floor, I say, Lord God, for every one of us, that, Lord, we will make a, a choice that we are just going to thank You and delight ourselves and enjoy what, who You are and enjoy that we are in Him. And You will make all things work. You will just fix things that were stolen will be recovered things that were were you know broken you're going to mend and you're going to fix things that were lost you are going to bring it back and more i thank you lord for your promises i thank you lord for your grace and thank you for what you are doing thank you for the word that is washing everyone in this place we love you we delight ourselves in you 
thank you, Jesus, that we are in you. And we worship you today. We bless you right now in Jesus' name. Just receive that. Just receive that. Whatever you're facing, just receive that. Receive that promise. Receive him right now. He's embracing you. He's loving you. He's blessing you. He's lifting you up. He's giving you courage. He's giving you help. He's giving you wisdom right now in the name of Jesus. Just worship. Just thank Him right now. God is here. I just sense His Spirit. Just thank Him right now. We don't need to rush. We just bless Him. And God is just working in your heart right now. He's saying, I'm, I'm here. It's good. It's going to be good. All is well. I love you. Wonderful. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Maybe you're here in this place today, and let me encourage you. God loves you, and He wants for Him to be real in your life. Maybe you have not received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. This is your first time to come, or maybe not. But this message is also for you. God wants to be, like what I said, real to you. So I'm going to pray a prayer right now of accepting Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. If you're that person, if you're that person, you're saying, Pastor, I want to give my life to the Lord. I want to live for Him. I want to live in Him. I want to know Him like never before. I want my life to be different. I want Jesus. If that is you, you're here in the right place. I'm glad you're here. So I'm going to pray a prayer. If you're that person, why not raise your hands right now? If you want to pray this prayer of accepting the Lord and you have not, then raise your hands. Thank you for that hand. Anymore who wants to receive Jesus, just lift your hands. Amen. I'm going to count to three. Anymore? One, two, and three. Anymore who wants to receive the Lord? Thank you for that hand. And maybe there are some others downstairs. You may put down your hand right now. Let's pray. People, just follow me. Congregation, why not follow me right now? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you for the cross. I receive you into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior today and forever. I receive your grace. I receive the forgiveness of all of my sins. Thank you for the finished work at the cross. Thank you. I am saved. I am free. I am alive in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information, follow us on social media or visit our website at newlifethefort.com. 